Welcome to the Drawing Room Express. This is Abe. Um, this time last week it was a a very difficult time to be a Liverpool fan and uh, whoever watches football or soccer, whatever you want to call it, or the Premier League specifically, or is a fan of Liverpool can attest to that um, and their family members can attest to that too. Um, the scene here was last week um, uh, before the press conference, I think on Friday or I don't know, late Thursday or something. Um, Liverpool's head coach and manager, uh, Jurgen Klopp, announced that he's going to be leaving uh, the club at the end of the season, which is May. So pretty much about five months. Um, and he's ending his contract with the club um, uh, prematurely. Uh, I think about 18 months left on his contract or something like that. So he still had a year after this particular season. And obviously he, he decided to end. But I'm not going to talk about like the legacy of, of Jurgen Klopp and best matches and, you know, uh, memories and also diving into whose replacement will be. I think that's something uh, I can worry about at a later date. Um, and and that, that discussion will come. That discussion will happen sooner uh, rather than later. But at this point, I think I, what the one thing that stood out to me as a result of this announcement uh, particularly was um, the overpowering sadness that I felt when this happened. And I mean, you know, maybe sports fans can attest to this and say, yeah, you know, this happens if your team loses. And, you know, these kind of emotions are attached with, with, um, with, like you have this these emotions attached with your team that's pretty normal but i'm not talking about the normal um feelings because i know what normal is you know losing a game feeling sad um feeling angry when the performance isn't up to par getting pissed off when the referee is not giving you, you know if the decisions aren't going well those those are like normal emotions and i'm a i'm not i'm not um i'm not um you know i i felt that before and i, I, I i'm not i'm no stranger to those uh, those emotions is what i was going to say but uh, this is not what i this is not the emotion that i'm talking about the emotion is when when someone's leaving the club you know uh i remember when rafa benitez left the club um i don't remember feeling anything like that uh, I remember when Steven Gerrard left the club. I don't remember feeling like that as well. Um, Luis Suarez, Fernando Torres, you know, big players, you know, Xabi Alonso, wink. Uh, so these are big players and big things have happened. We've lost like finals and, you know, uh, nearly made it and nearly didn't make it. So those kind of heartbeat, you know, heartbreaks have happened. You know, uh, especially a couple of years ago when we lost this, lost the league in the, on the last day and the last ten minutes of the league being wrapping up. That's where we lost it. Um, no fault of our own, obviously, but it was just you know didn't happen for us. So that, those kind of heartbreaks and then losing the Champions League final to Real Madrid um, just a week later or something like that. You know must have been like one of the most difficult uh, 
uh, moments um, in recent years. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about real life emotions to actually feel that, you know, like people leave their jobs is completely fine. I did. I think that Klopp's going to be at Liverpool forever. No, I, I was not stupid enough or naive enough to think that, but I still felt that. And this feeling, I don't know, maybe I, I'm not doing a good job in describing this feeling, but the feeling was, was different from all, you know, uh, the other feelings that I feel um, when, when we're talking about um, sports, but, out of born out of that, I I started thinking about, you know, um, is it because he's going out on such a high? Um, he's won everything with the club. He demands that sort of, uh, you know, admiration and You know, and I think this would be a great description of what I'm trying to say here. Um. I think some time back, and this I don't know when this was, maybe a year or two years ago, um, there was a poll or there was this, you know, on the streets kind of, a, you know, uh, interviews. Just may, the interview was asking um, Liverpool fans, okay, uh, what would do you rather have, you know, winning the league or the Champions League or something like that or Klopp leaving? Um, uh, and, oh, oh, sorry, like Klopp staying, you know, uh so what which which one would you choose um and predominantly a lot of them kept you know saying you know you know i don't care about the trophy i just want him to be here that is different right you know what i mean i mean if it's it's about if it's about supporting your team if it's about being successful or feeling successful through your team then merely winning should suffice right you don't care like okay manager comes and goes that's fine he's not he's not going to be there anyway uh forever so might as well just you know enjoy some victories and, and and some success but that is obviously you know not how a lot of the fans feel and felt uh including myself um would i take long term will i would i take short term success over I mean, would I take, like now, knowing that he's leaving at the end of the season, would I take us not winning the league if that meant he, that he stays? Yeah. I would, I would lose the le- league in a heartbeat if that meant that Jurgen Klopp would stay. So it's very difficult to describe this feeling, you know. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I hope through examples and, you know, certain anecdotes i think this this perhaps would would make it easier to to digest for some people to understand what this feeling is but going back to my question like why is this the case uh, i always do that when these kind of things come up and i'm feeling a certain way i i try to get to the bottom at least for my own sake that kaisa kyun ho agar bahut zyada successful hota club under klopp um to samajh mein aata if it was Pep Guardiola leaving Man City or Pep Guardiola leaving Barcelona or um, you know some uh, Alex Ferguson leaving Manchester United you know you've won so much and there's like so many great great memories with the with the manager but we have just won one of each title we've won like 
more than one of a title. In eight years, eight and a half years that Klopp has been at the club, we've just won six trophies. Um, our first trophy came in when he was at, you know, in his fourth year. So for three years or three and a half years, or, you know, maybe three years, we didn't win anything. We reached a few finals, yes. We reached a few, you know, occasions and, you know, milestones and whatnot, but we didn't win anything. So how come someone who wins six trophies in eight years, nine years is is so important to the fans that they would continue to lose finals and continue to lose titles if that means that this guy sticks with us? It's it's a very weird feeling. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure no fan in the world right now, you know, and we're um, nearing Super Bowl weekend pretty soon. I'm pretty sure 49ers are Chief fans. I, I don't watch the game. I don't watch the sport at all. I don't know uh, if they have any any this sort of like association with with their coaches or their players even, where you know you would you're happy to jeopardize short term success over just this guy staying not even like guaranteeing long-term success by the way just this guy staying that's all um and that got me thinking about the meaning of success the definition of success and i wrote like some sort of a, uh you know my thoughts um on a post in social media last weekend and that's that's why i'm you know i'm having this this conversation here on the, on the podcast as well is uh, I wanted to share that, uh, you know, how I understood the meaning of success through Klopp. Um, so, you know, one can argue that is he successful? Like, de- de- defines, you know, just by, uh, just by looking at the trophy, uh, trophy, trophy cabinet. Um, probably no, just purely numbers wise, maybe no. I mean, we've we've lost more finals than we've won. Or maybe the same amount, I think. Uh final extra that's it. but that we've lost finals under him. We've lost the European two European finals under three European finals under him, actually. So yeah, actually we have lost more than we've won, uh, from a final perspective. We've lost the league on the last day twice. We have uh, you know, last season was poor. Uh, as everyone knows, though, it's not like you know, winning every like th- as Donald Trump used to say, you know, you'd be tired of winning. Um, but generally, if you ask a non fan of Liverpool that is he a successful manager, people will say yes. But there's obviously grades of success, but you know that feeling isn't attached to the likes of Alex Ferguson or you know even Pep for that matter. Uh, Pep, you know, remains to be seen, but I'm pretty sure it isn't. Uh, even at Barcelona, maybe left, you know, they they just went on, went on, went the treble, won the treble the following year or the couple of years later, so it didn't really had an impact on them. But the fans didn't really, you know, weren't that close to him, even though he was an ex-player. But um, you know, I digress, and I think what I'm trying to say here is is that what I understood after seeing the admiration and love that Klopp almost demands from 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 us fans is that it, it, the the level of success has to be has to be seen through massive context and the context that I'm trying to get at here is that 
staying in England, uh, competing at uh, the top of the table for about nine years now with this Liverpool squad and live with the Liverpool players that we have, with the money constraints that this club has been facing. And it's not because we're doing badly. It's just that we're trying to play by by the rules, which nobody else is. Everybody else has their ass caught up in FFP, but I don't think, I don't hear any even, you know, slightest of murmurs around FSG being, you know, uh, you know, blame, blameworthy in, in that department. And trust me, they haven't been perfect owners, but, you know, one thing that you will be sure about is that they really handled our finances very well. Um, so we, we, ha- we, were ju- we, we are running the club in the right way. It's just the other clubs just are not sustainable and they, they will find out sooner rather than later, hopefully, especially the likes of City and Chelsea, that, you know, you, um, you fuck around long enough with your finance and you, you, you pay the price, you know, on and off the field. So um, I think the definition of success is, is not just winning trophies or lots of trophies. I think it's about, and is in in Klopp's own own words, um, is leaving something better than uh, what it was when you found it, and that's what he that's something that he said, and I think it is one of the first interviews that he did with when he joined the club, is that I just I just want to leave this club in a place in a better place than it is right now. That would be amazing. And he is by by million mile he is leaving. I mean, for the next manager, this would be a very very good team to inherit. I don't know about the man Man United team that was inherited by Moyes. That was shit. We found out. We're still finding out. Um, clearly, Arsenal's team was shit when when Wenger left. So they didn't do anything at all. Um, took took them a while to recover. So this is. And anyone walking into this job, he's going to be thanking, or they're going to be thanking their lucky stars, this is amazing. This is not a team in decline uh, in terms of its um, growth trajectory. That's, if anything, it's the beginning of a cycle. So it's a perfect time to leave a team, you know, because it's going to get better from here. Simple as. So, it's leaving the place that you joined or the club that you joined in a better place that, you know, uh, in a better, in a better, you know, situation when you joined. So I think that, I think, and then also the fact, um, you know, it, it's, it's not just about the titles you win of course you know winning a title is successful you know it's, it's it's an achievement in itself no one's denying that i'm not denying that and people might say oh you're saying this because you know you lost a few games and you lost a few finals and titles so obviously you're trying to make yourself feel better no i'm not trying to make myself feel better like i said for us winning titles no matter how important it is it's not the be all end all it's the feeling that comes with it that is the success i think people get bogged down in this material world care show show the returns in 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 some sort of form i mean it's not it, it's not just about that it's not just about the returns you so show on a material sense it's about how how you what feelings you're leaving and what feelings you're creating as well i think um klopp's reign i think in 20 50 years will be much better remembered than you know, some of the other managers, I'm pretty sure. 
I'd I'd argue even better than you know, you know, it will be remembered uh, in a better light than than uh, than Pep's reign at City in fifty years, um, because Pep's reign is on paper, you know, freakish. You people are like, oh yeah, of course he's successful. But will people remember him from like a charisma and impact standpoint? You know, maybe in the technical world, yes, but not in the common man's world, the fans' world, no. Um, or the general, you know, passerby fan, no. Um, Klopp, yes. Um, so I think that's that's success. Um, he didn't lose to Man City, and you know, he did, he was not like an almost winner. Um, uh, and therefore, that should shouldn't should be considered as a failure. No, I mean, people who are watching football, people who know what Man City is, they are a club backed by a fucking country. They are owned by the sheikhs of uh, UAE. They have no particular um, cash shortage. They can just buy anyone they want, and they can sustain that too because. Um, they can give get them at a better salary as well. Not saying that they're throwing money around left, right, and center. Of course they're not. They have some good things too. Like the, the coach, of course, has a huge role to play with it. But um, it is an anomaly. You cannot normalize that and say, yeah, or whatever, okay, you, you should still be able to beat Man City. No, no one's expecting that and no one should. So with against that worldly situation where you know everything's going against you and for the other team, everything's going for them, to be able to create an environment where the coach of that said team, Man City, Pep Guardiola, says that he is my biggest and most fearsome competitor in my life, in my career. He's like, that's the guy I just, just you know, and he said, I know he was being like, you know, very generous and all, but I'm pretty sure he means it too, that he said he's going to sleep better now that Klopp's not going to be around next year. And it is... If you see the record that Klopp has against him, you wouldn't you wouldn't be surprised why he said it. So, you know, to do that, to go punch by punch against the best team in the world, um, to chase four titles, four trophies in one season, nobody has done it. Nobody, no team. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some nerds out there who can find this, but I'm pretty sure no team has ever played every possible game of a season uh, in recent past. I mean, uh, and I'm talking about four trophies, so play, playing all the rounds of the, the, the cup competitions, playing all the Premier League games up until the last one and, and hoping that you would win, and um, and Champions League final, so all the games in the Champions League as well. So every game, so going for four trophies in that squad with that depth, with those... The way they play as well, it's not counter-attacking football. It's aggressive, fucking on the front foot, you know. Um, it's it's remarkable to do it the way he, do, he did it as well. I think that is why I think definition of success will have to change and be nuanced uh, going by my previous episode where, you know, we talked about nuance. It's all about nuance. It, it's all about context. And in the context that, you know, um, that we see Klopp's career and um, it is success. It is success left, right, and center. Everywhere you look at it is success. He made players better than they were. I mean, fucking Van Dyke. 
unbelievable player, yes. But is he better than when he was at Southampton? Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Is Allison a better player when he, to what he was at Roma? Yeah, he is. Um, so all these big money signing people think like to think Yaros Kupas Besa Pika or Bada player. Yes, they're big players, but they're better as well now. Far better than what they were before. Mo Salah, you know, Mane, Firmino, better than when he was when when he was, you know, like prior to Klopp. So, you know, that is also success. Making the players team and then most most of all the field the 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 feel good factor i mean the fact that people were on social media i mean granted it was just hyperbole but they were feeling like someone in their family died um and i could understand that i could uh, um but yeah anyway uh definition of success i think is is just more than the trophies and the amount of games you win it's how you win them and the context in which you fight for them i think fighting to win is the real success if i were to just summarize my my definition in the episode you know um competing to win is the real success you know obviously when you win you win no one's doubting that but when you're competing to win that's success and not saying that every second place finisher is a winner as well no Man United finished second a few seasons ago. They were they were like twenty points off uh, Man City. So yeah, of course not. What I'm saying is that fighting to win, and then there's honor in that losing as well. When you fight to win and you couldn't make it at the end, there's honor in that, and that honor I feel like is actual success. Well, subscribe to the podcast on, on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify and uh, Apple Music and Amazon and a bunch of other hosting uh, platforms, uh, subscribe, rate the show, uh, leave a comment or um, share the podcast. And um, yeah, let me know if you guys agree or disagree. But uh, yeah, that was a uh, definition of success. You can call. But we'll, we'll talk about the 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 long term impact of what that happens and what that means potential replacements I know people are hot on Chabi and others but you know I just want to take some time and see how the season ends before we really dive into the fantasy world of see what see what I'm excited I'm excited see what happens well we'll be back with another one thanks bye. <laughs>